Support for this NPR podcast and the following message come from Isotope, makers of Spire Studio, the simple all-in-one recording system that lets musicians record, mix, and share songs in professional quality from anywhere. Learn more at spire.live. You know, the day's sort of going downhill, right? We started on a kind of a high. Wilco comes in, does a tiny desk concert. You know, just this morning, just this morning, I was uh, singing the song Shot in the Arm, and and then I played it for my son uh, at breakfast, and then they did that song today at the tiny desk, which is why— Well, because you did played it for your son, yeah. This is all just in my mind, right? None of this is real. I keep telling you this. Well, I know that. Though why I've chosen to— fabricate you and have you in my life i'm still... well because i'm the creator of the jar that your brain is all <laughs> oh, right <laughs> yeah so i mean if i wasn't if it wasn't oh my if i didn't make the jar yeah i'm just picturing you holding the jar with my brain give it a good shake and and let me see what uh what happens here in the first song you're going to play oh it's going to be uh eskimo Okay, Eskimo. Yeah, that, she's got a new EP, right? That's right. Eskimo's the uh, music of Gabrielle Smith and and I uh, had their album last year, the album Okay in 2015, as my number three album of the year. And now there's a new EP of songs coming in at number three. <laughs> Comes out April 15th. The, the record by Eskimo is called Year of the Rabbit. The record was recorded with Emily Sprague. Emily Sprague we know as florist. And then uh, Felix Walworth, we know, who plays in a, a number of bands, including uh, Told Slant is his band. He plays in Bellows. He plays in Eskimo and uh, all part of this group called the Epoch uh, in Brooklyn. Anyway, there's uh, this new record by Gabrielle Smith. I'm going to play a new song. It is called Power.
Wish I could love you less like a praying mantis. Rip your head off every time this starts to feel right. Oh, I've been thinking about that. It's one. love. That's love. <laughs> when I want to rip your head off. Wow. That's Eskimo. The new record, Year of the Rabbit, comes out April 15th. Isn't it really the Year of, of the Monkey? She's releasing Year of the Rabbit in Year of the Monkey, I believe. Hmm. I don't know if she fact-checked before she thought to put this <laughs> record up, but that's... It's okay by me. I'll take those songs. You know, uh, I, I have a band that they didn't put out one of my favorite records last year, like you, like Eskimo for you, but uh, they put out one of my favorite records in 2013, Brass Bed. Do you back. remember Bre- yeah, Brass sure, Bed? Sure. Yeah, they're back. This is a group of guys from uh, Louisiana. Their record they had out in 2013 was called The Secret Will Keep You. And when a young band puts out a, a great record like that, I always wonder, you know, well, is this, did they just happen to strike gold with this one? What else is there? What else do you do you have? And um, they're returning the spring with a follow-up, and it's just so, so good. The influences, I think, are still there, but the sound's matured and kind of come into their own sound a bit more on this one. It's called In the Yellow Leaf. This song I want to play, it's called Be Anything. And uh, the lead guy in uh, the band Brass Bed, Johnny Campos, his dad died back in 2011. And not long ago, Johnny Campos uh, came across his dad's phone number in his cell phone, in his Uh contacts list. And he had this moment where he thought, like, well, I I should just delete that. And then he stopped and he thought, what would happen if I called that number? Mm. And he thought it could be anything. And that's how this song was born. Be Anything from Brass Bed, uh, their new record, In the Yellow Leaf.
interesting sound. Yeah, it's super compressed. Yeah, and big. And big, very big. This whole record is very big. You know, my, my email sometimes will, when I start an e- email to someone, it'll sometimes auto-populate the address from people that I've lost over the years, mm-hmm. like my grandmother or an uncle. Or, and it's always a little disorienting, you know. It's like it makes you think for a moment that they're still around and still available for you and that you can still somehow reach them. I can't delete people out of my address book who have passed away. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of odd, but... It's, a, it's, a, it's one way to, to hold on to them and their memory. And the Yellow Leaf is the, the record by Brass Bed. It is out April 8th, and we'll do a first listen on the whole thing the week before release. That song was Beat Anything. I have new music from Lily and Madeline, the two sisters from Indiana. Oh, yeah. They're all grown up now. 18 and 21. <laughs> right. The first time we had them at our desk. They were they like were 16 years 16. old or something. Awfully uh, talented yeah. young ladies. They really are. The harmonies have gotten even better, and we know how good they were uh, so many years ago. Well, two years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all, all, all the, the way years, back. Yeah. Two years. Oh, God, it's frightening. They have a new record called Keep It Together, and that record comes out on February 26th. We're going to play a song called Hotel Pool.
I love the sound on that record. It's a, it's a home recording. It's Lillian Madeline uh, recorded at home in Bloomington, Indiana. What are they going to be doing in 10 years if this is where they are already? That's incredible. I'm still thinking about that. Okay. Well, I'll take a minute here. Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't know either. I have no idea what they'll be doing. Maybe they'll be out of music by then. Like Christopher Cross, you know, be you know, win all the Grammys one year and then you're never heard from again. Anyone, any of you kids out there remember Christopher Cross? It's A-OK, folks, if you don't. It really is. You're not missing a beat. Anyway, Lily and Madeline, nice. Very nice. You know, we've been hearing a lot of music, uh, and as I suppose was inevitable, uh, that's music that's been heavily affected by all the reports of police violence that have come out in the last couple of years. We had on the show, we had Youth Lagoon's Highway Patrol stun gun, uh, Janelle Monet. she did uh, Say Her Name. There was the Vince Staples song. I think we had the video for video it, Hands for Up. Um, well, I've got a, a musician named Kevin Morby. Uh, he was the bassist for the band Woods. Do you know him, Kevin oh, yeah. Morby? Yeah, and he, he was also in The Babies. He played guitar for the babies. He's got a new song called I Have Been to the Mountain, and it is, uh, in his own words, a protest song very specifically about the anger and helplessness and hopelessness that he and so many others felt, uh, specifically in the Eric Garner case. Uh, This is Kevin Morby. The song is I Have Been to the Mountain. Calling out, demanding answers, pleading skies, cry for hours, dropping peace bombs, collecting prayers, sky that mirrors, sky that stares, asking, I've been to the mountain.
when those uh, harmonies kick in, the big group harmonies kick in, and then that guitar too. I love the the African influences, West African influences yeah. on that guitar. Dark dark words, uh, but more upbeat in some ways uh, music than I've expected from him. Yeah, he's you know there's a line in the chorus. He just he says, "I've been to the mountain and I've walked on his his shores. I have seen, but I can't see him no more." It really sounds like he's lost faith in that. You know, uh, there's just so much hopelessness wrapped up in it. Like he he's asking, "Where was God in all of this?" You know. Um, it's just one of the powerful moments on the record, Singing Saw from Kevin Morby, uh, the song I Have Been to the Mountain, and it is out April 15th. What's this? Um, hmm. Uh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> it can be only one thing. Yeah. Good this to is have actually you. one of the first songs that I learned how to play a guitar. Really? Can you still do it? I think so. I'm Probably. Having, I'm having vertigo now just listening to it. <laughs> hey, Wait Lars, by the way, uh, Lars Gottrich is here, and, and we, we, I got on I my desk for sitting... Oh, sorry. On my desk is, uh, is uh, three Black Sabbath records uh, reissues. How many times are they going to reissue those? I don't know, but I, they're thing? doing this for... what? They, on they're vinyl? Doing a, they're doing a... F- what's a final tour? Oh, it, We'll we, see. Should we care? Because they're coming to DC. Should we bring them to the desk? Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> no one would. No one would say no. Ozzy will uh, bite off the head of one of our interns. Who's, hey, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Jackson, you're on. It's, it's a, <laughs> and it's the final week of the interns for the summer. So. Oh, when they're in yeah, town. Yeah, we should. Probably, yeah, don't warn them. What a way to go out. Right, yeah. I hope they're not listening. Dear mom and dad, <laughs> it was a great internship <laughs> until Ozzy Osbourne bit my head off during the tiny desk. Wow. So that's uh, thank. Thanks a lot, Lars. I'll see you later. Good to be here. <laughs> That's all I need. We actually have two songs that Lars is bringing to the table. One, uh, are you going to do the Ukrainian band first, Fui? We can do that. That would be great because uh, I really like this. I don't even know where I found this record, but you mentioned that you'd... I actually don't know Fui at all. Oh. Uh, this is totally new to me. So the two songs that I, uh, I'm bringing to the table today, uh, I spend a lot of time on Bandcamp. Uh, just... I like letting go of the middleman and just finding music straight from the artist and just clicking play just on a... Gonna bunch of stuff we're not the middleman what are you saying what are you you, just like that damn the man robin (laughs) we are have we become the man no i think we're the middle finger okay anyway i spent a lot of time at Bandcamp, and i i'll go through like the things that my friends have bought or if i'm following a label i'll get an email that'll say hey we just released this thing or whatever so uh, i follow this label called saint brooklynsburg uh i clicked on it it was a band called fooey with a, an exclamation point uh, at the end of the, the name. It just reminded me of that time in the 90s in the Elephant Six Collective, which was this group of artists from Athens, Georgia, and Denver, Colorado. And Robin's very excited right now. I just perked up. Yeah. Um, and but both it reminded, of you have lived in Athens. Right. Both yep. of us lived in Athens at different periods of our lives. And uh, it reminded me of like the very energetic... Uh, psychedelic pop from that era so not so much the weird stuff but more like just high energy this is kind of like like a power pop made by aliens this came out like just days after David Bowie had died so I heard a lot of David Bowie and what he was doing at least at least in some respects and so of course I fall in love with this Um, so this comes from an EP called girls songs part two and uh, the name of the song is your fault 
that's great. You know, I, I had bought the LP. I did not realize it was an EP that's newer. So that's pretty wonderful. Well, he, yeah. Here we go again. <laughs> uh, yeah, he uh, released a, a, a full length on Bandcamp at the very end of last year of 2015. And this EP came out just a couple of weeks ago. That song was just falling apart from the the first note, you know, like it changed the tempo kind of it kind of sped up. You could even right, feel right, the right. tempo getting off as they were playing <laughs> it. And, but I mean, in the best way possible. I love that. And you're going to play us something else? Yes, yeah, something that doesn't sound like a sugar rush in a candy store. Then <laughs> actually the name of the band I'm going to play is called Naps. So which should give you a pretty good idea of where we're going yeah. next. Naps was another band camp discovery for me last year. And they put out like very nice, like fuzzy, but bedroom pop. Like it sounded like early Apples and Stereo demos mm-hmm. or something like that. It was very good, and I liked it, and then I kind of forgot about it. Well, get a Bandcamp notice that Naps has a new thing, and it was just a single, single song called Social Skills. And apparently, this is going to be on a split with uh, one of their fellow Tallahassee bands called Yikes uh, on their own label. And I was just kind of blown away by how quickly they progressed as a band. Here's this band that did these very simple guitar pop songs Mm -hmm. that were nice and lovely. But then all of a sudden, uh, with this new song, they brought in like a sample of a piano and they layered that over what I assume is like a synthesized flute. And Mm -hmm. it's a song about being frustrated and bored with not knowing how to interact with your fellow people. Uh, it's essentially a song about looking at your phone. But it's like done in this way that's simultaneously bored and frustrated and don't really know what to do about this situation. I kind of kept coming back to it over and over and over again over the past week. And so I thought I'd share that song with you guys. Let's hear Naps. And the song is called Social Skills.
Very nice. I Great like line that. in that song where, where he says, um, he ain't got social skills, a generation propped up on pills. Love that line. Yeah. You know, we played, uh, you weren't here, but we played uh, Eskimo a little earlier, mm-hmm. uh, another sort of very nice pop band. I think they'd be a great double bill. Oh, Naps. yeah. Hear that, Eskimo? Yeah. And Naps? Yeah. Get that Naps. Going. That is just about, it is, what a perfect name for a twee pop band, Naps. They might as well call themselves Snacks. I'm sure sh- there has to be a band called Snacks. snacks. You know, Mike Katz, a yeah. uh, contributor for uh, NPR Music, he and I one time, we were riffing, trying to come up with as many twee pop band names as possible. And the only two I remember were Bear Bear and The Shy Parade. <laughs> Can I you, would listen uh, to a band called, called the, the Shy, Shy Parade. Parade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bear, bear. So if naps, they could be nap, nap. Mm-hmm. So if, they ju- if you just repeat the the word, you've got it instantly. It makes it a, a tweet up. I love that immediately. Yeah. Not to take anything away from uh, naps or their Good social work. skills. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to if if this is indicative of where they want to go. I'm very interested. Thanks, Lars. Thanks, guys. So about a year and uh, plus ago, uh, I went to CMJ in New York City and fell in love with a band called Sunflower Bean. They're a New York-based band, and now they have their debut album. And, Is uh, it Sunflower it was... Bean with an N at the end of it and not Sunflower Beam with an M at I the end of it? I don't know a Sunflower Beam. Do you? I just I guess I always thought it was Sunflower Beam. Oh, no. Bean's a lot better, though, right? Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, that's, no, you know, totally plays with your expectations that's for right. sure. Absolutely. So uh, they have a new record out, and uh, I'd like to play the the album's called Human Ceremony. Um, the closing track from uh, from this album I madly love, and it is called Space Exploration Disaster. <laughs>
nice guitars in there. I know. They're really good. Sunflower Bean, and uh, they have a new album, and I'm very excited about it. The song is, <laughs> is Space Exploration Disaster. Human Ceremony is <laughs> the album. Human Ceremony. See, if you say it like, Human Ceremony, it takes on a whole new tone, right? Yeah. 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 Human Ceremony, The Reckoning. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Where are you going to take us out on? What's let's gonna... let's go out on Shearwater. You know, this is this band. They put out a great record at the end of January, uh, that is by far their most potent. I'd say their most powerful record they've ever done. I miss them. Yeah, it's uh, frontman uh, Jonathan Myberg. In fact, he says it's the angriest record that he has ever done. And you he can write about birds. What's he doing? Well, here? yeah, but you can really. There's so much urgency in this record. It's called Jet Plane and Oxbow. And um, it's it's a very political record. Like on one song, it's called Quiet Americans. He he takes on American apathy over collapsing. You know, the world's basically falling apart all around us, he says. You know, and Americans are just sort of, we're, all, we, all we want is our color television, HD, and a bag of chips and, you know. Fiddle while Rome yeah, is right. burning. Yeah, so uh, there's another song called Pale Kings. He sings about how uh, disappointed he is in his homeland. Uh, and the struggle between loving it and and hating it for what it's become, and and then there's this song that I want to play called Filaments, and um, I wasn't entirely sure what was going on. There are a lot of very dark uh, images in it that sort of imply a story about greed, uh, maybe revenge. There's some sort of unknown evil lurking in the darkness. Uh, so I wrote a note uh, asking Jonathan Myberg ab- about the song, and uh, it's better if I just read it to you. Uh, he lives in Brooklyn now, and he says uh, about this song, Filaments, he says, Watching from ground level as the overclass lifts away from the rest of the planet. From where I live, I can see their helicopters taking them to and from their space station in lower Manhattan at all hours of the day and night. It's eerie. That really speaks to the greed. I, I told you that I, I felt like I heard he was he was messaging in the song. Filaments, it's a burner from Shearwater, the record Jet Plane and Oxbow. Awesome. Thanks, Mr. Hilton. Thank you, Bob. You're going to be a pumpkin if you don't leave. Yeah, if I don't leave, and I'm just going to pound some of these Smarties here. <laughs> Dinner. Oh, no, I'm going to, yeah, go take care of the kids. Do your kids eat Smarties? God, no, we don't give them candy. <laughs> <laughs> In so fact, you stole I, all the Halloween candy. I was in the bedroom in your... getting dressed one day, and the door was shut, and my son came up. I heard him outside the door. He said, Dad, can I have some of your candy? And I said, no. And then I paused, and I just heard, Ugh, and then stomping away. Like, That's life right there. Get used to it. Yeah. Can we play the song now? Yes, please. Okay.
Did you know that over 15 million people a month listen to NPR podcasts according to PodTrax podcast metrics? Check out all our shows at npr.org slash podcasts. That's npr.org slash podcasts.